Welcome to the Public Health Trends in 2021 and Beyond, What a Difference a Pandemic Makes podcast series hosted on Government Technology Insider. I'm your host, Matt Langan. The need to find both a vaccine and a cure for COVID-19 resulted in significant investment in research and development and use of cutting-edge data management technologies and solutions. The result of these efforts and investments has been the development of multiple viable COVID-19 vaccines in just six months, with a critical component towards this success being AI models. And now, as the vaccine is being deployed, IoT plays a similarly critical role in tracking and sensing. While this is all great news, how can we ensure that vaccines are being distributed to everyone equally? And how do the social determinants of health impact this? And how can AI and IoT be further used to break down care walls and provide patient-centric care to all? In our second podcast in this series titled Sustaining the Momentum of Digital Transformation in Public Healthcare, the Critical Role of AI and IoT in Patient-Centric Care, Lindsay Fabiano, Global Enterprise Strategy Development Manager for Healthcare Insurance and Life Sciences at Verizon, is joined by Dr. Pierre Vigilance, who is the founder and principal of HealthUp Strategy Advisors. He's also an affiliate at CityFi, and both of these executives will address this topic further. And before we jump in, I wanted to give a brief background on our speakers. Dr. Vigilance is a seasoned public health care executive with 20 plus years experience working in nonprofits, government, academia, and strategy consulting. His primary expertise is in population health and the social determinants of health. And he draws on a wealth of experience in health policy, community health engagement, and operations management. As a health official in Baltimore and Washington, D.C., he led local responses to the SARS and H1N1 outbreaks and currently provides COVID-19 education and max vaccination advice to communities and healthcare partners. And Lindsay Fabiano is Verizon's Global Enterprise Strategy and Innovation Advisor for the healthcare industry. Lindsay is focused on solving big, wicked problems in healthcare with the use of connected technology. Her background is in nursing and medical sociology, and she is passionate about closing the social equity gap in healthcare delivery through community outreach, education, and innovative technology. And this particular podcast will be in two parts. And in this episode, we will tackle how AI and IoT has moved care forward, as well as some of the challenges and barriers. And Pierre and Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank, thank you, you very it's much. Great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you both. And let's just jump right in. So we've certainly seen many changes in our healthcare system over the past year. And from your perspectives, how has AI and IoT moved care forward with regards to the vaccine and beyond? And perhaps we'll start with Lindsay. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much, Matt. So I think it's a good call out to say that with COVID-19, AI and IoT went from a luxury in healthcare delivery to a necessity. And a good way to put it is the industry took 20 years of pent-up innovation and launched it in eight months. That's a heavy lift. So a couple of examples of how we were able to do that is through the government and private sector's response to COVID-19. Public sector released several different grants. CMS also changed some of their repayment guidelines to make telehealth more accessible and more affordable for these healthcare systems to deliver. And the CARES Act funding allocation really did help embrace innovation for the healthcare industry as well. 
So as a byproduct of these responses to COVID-19, we saw a rapid development on vaccines, and AI was utilized throughout that process. One of those examples is during the clinical trials, AI was used to create a more seamless experience for the candidates or the trial participants as they move through that clinical trial process. And we also saw a significant shift in a diversification in the modes of healthcare delivery. Delivery. Um, as you know, and the rest of the world knows, we had to swiftly change from a face-to-face -face interaction to a virtual interaction overnight. And the healthcare industry really did embrace that change alongside the regulations that were lifted by our government policies as well. So that's just a few examples of how AI and IoT have helped with the vaccine and beyond. That's great. Thanks, Lindsay. Appreciate those insights. And Pierre, we'll kick it over to you. Thanks, Matt. I think that, you know, as Lindsay mentioned, the acceleration of vaccine development and certainly how we're looking with respect to using AI around predicting clinical outcomes, such as, you know, hospital stay, mortality, and challenges that can come down the road as a result of infection has certainly been buoyed by and assisted by artificial intelligence. And the thing, though, that's really interesting about this is that some of the speed that we're moving with is a little concerning, in part because the amount of regulation that has been placed around some of the modeling is relatively limited out of an abundance of need for speed at this time in trying to figure out exactly what's going on and where and when. I think that as useful as the tools are of technology, using them in the appropriate context and with the appropriate data provided to them for them to be functional and useful to us is important. And so the fact that we can forecast various outcomes is great, but are we doing that with the most diverse patient population providing the data for the machine learning to happen with? And I think that that's one of the major questions, but we're definitely moving very quickly to using those tools. We just need to be figuring out how to make sure that we're making use of appropriately diverse populations to feed those tools and feed those engines. So taking a little bit of a gamble to some extent, on limited and potentially homogenous data sets that might allow us to predict with some degree of reliability what's happening for a certain community or segment of the community, but not necessarily the whole community. So there's some trepidation with which some of these advancements might be considered by some of the folks who are tuning in here. The risk associated with that lack of diversity is that you can't necessarily generalize the applications or the approaches, but as a result of your having limited inputs to that machine learning. So as much as I love the technology and how we're using it moving forward, not only in this situation, but in others, and certainly the IoT piece of things around the supply chain management, as Lindsay was referring to is very important. We are doing so with some need for some tweaking, I think, at this point. That's great. Appreciate those insights from both you. And let's dive in a little bit deeper on the vaccine distribution side of things. So from your perspectives, what barriers are there to the distribution, especially taken in the social determinants of health, taking that into account as well? Again, we'll start with Lindsay. Sure, Matt. Thanks so much. And the social determinants of health are critical in considering throughout the utilization and implementation of any technology when we talk about healthcare, because healthcare is a basic human right. 
And just to back up a little bit, when we talk about the social determinants of health, we're talking about, you know, environmental, socioeconomic, and other factors that can account for almost 80 to 90% of our health. It impacts people's health, well-being, and overall quality of life. So we are really focused on reaching populations at their point of need and focusing on the individual. And I will say that Verizon recognizes that digital infrastructure and digital literacy can contribute to the social determinants of health. And we're focused on two sides of the coin. On one side, we are focused on reducing barriers to access. There was recently an announcement that our CEO, Hans Vesberg, will be chairing the Edison Alliance, which is focused on access to digital infrastructure across the globe. And on the other side of the coin, Verizon is proactively working with state health departments and the private sector to improve the citizen experience and obtaining valid information through technologies like AI. So we're trying to make the experience for those consumers of health more seamless at the point that they want the information. One example is prior to the release of the vaccine, we took the lessons learned from when the shutdown occurred back in March and where the demands really happened, where the bottlenecking of those calls came in from and applied them to the distribution model that exists today for the vaccine itself and said, Where can we make a difference in this bottlenecking through the use of technologies like AI and IoT? And we worked with our public and private sector partners to help mitigate those bottlenecking situations so that the end user, when they reached out to receive that information, they weren't blocked by a high demand that the industry couldn't meet. That's one example of how we are using these technologies to help mitigate those social determinants of health. Great. Thanks, Lindsay. Pierre, once again, we'll pass it over to you. Thanks, Matt. And I appreciate Lindsay level setting us around social determinants because I think that it's a term that's very heavily used and people may mean different things by it. You know, and it's, as you said, in a nutshell, it's the non-clinical factors that impact people's health outcomes. And the primary barrier from a jurisdictional perspective, though, is with respect to vaccine distribution is fiscal. It's how financially secure is that locale, be it a local area state or even a nation with respect to its ability to stand up a robust and multi-sector distribution effort. And the reality is, is that locations that have more financial security and stability are able to do that much more easily than those that don't. And I think that if you drill down then to the individual and the person who's impacted by social determinants and the communities impacted by it, the same thing applies. The main obstacle is that social determinant of health, which is economic security or economic stability, because it impacts so many different elements of our day-to-day lives, including um, having the time to be able to get off work, to go to get vaccinated. And I think that that's just one of the elements of this puzzle that creates some challenges. And I think that it's also important to recognize that 
the social determinant element that is primarily of concern around vaccine is not so much on the distribution side, it's on the uptake side, because you can have the best laid plans for distribution, but then communities may not be interested or may be hesitant to actually accept what it is that you are ready to distribute. And some of that can be a function of hesitancy based on some of the trust issues that some communities have, particularly Black communities, the Black community in this country and in other parts of the world, not very trusting of the health system and or the government and what it says is is safe. And that is a major issue, which is one that we are certainly looking at and have to address more urgently because it is creating a significant amount of hesitation. Another issue that's social determinant oriented is transportation, which is another big one. If you can't get to the vaccination site, then that's a problem. You may have every desire to do so, but you can't get there. And then issues related to, say, social isolation as another one. If you don't have access to the information, by virtue of a limited access to the web or to other digital sources of information for vaccination. You may not be able to participate in vaccination efforts. And the technology piece that Lindsay referred to on the most basic level is you know, functional and usable broadband is something that is certainly increasingly important and seen as, to some extent, a social determinant of health. So I think that all of those elements are critical with the trust element being a big one that I think is confounding a number of jurisdictions and causing so much hesitancy, so much so that the World Health Organization, I believe, now has listed vaccine hesitancy as a major challenge and a problem that they're looking to address very specifically. So the social determinants are playing a big role with respect to vaccine uptake and confounding vaccine distribution plans. Thanks for those insights, Pierre. And this concludes this episode of the Public Health Trends in 2021 and Beyond What a Difference a Pandemic Makes podcast series hosted on Government Technology Insider, where Lindsay Fabiano, Global Enterprise Strategy Development Manager for Healthcare Insurance and Life Science at Verizon, and Dr. Pierre Vigilance, who is the founder and principal at Health Up Strategy Advisors, and he's also an affiliate at CityFi, discussed how social determinants of health, AI, and IoT can all impact the current COVID-19 vaccine vaccine efforts and beyond. And stay tuned for part two of this two-part podcast series where Lindsay and Pierre will dive further into AI and IoT and how public and private sector healthcare agencies can better collaborate and what the future holds. 